In the modern dating era, unsolicited dick pics are considered especially heinous. On this podcast, the dedicated hosts who recount these dating horror stories are members of an elite duo known as the Dating Dossier. These are our stories. Dun dun! dun. <laughs> Hello, 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 and welcome. Welcome, <laughs> to listeners. An, to another episode of The Dating Dossier. I'm Jessica. I'm Jillian. And I am recording outside again. So. I actually feel like the outside noises, the crickets and whatnot, was like some really nice kind of ASMR. Yeah. Um, I enjoyed it a lot, like listening to it to edit. I really enjoyed it. So I hope the listeners enjoyed it as much as I did. Yeah, you might hear a, a stray dog. Um, a second ago, I thought I heard somebody who might be my murderer. Um, mm. Yeah, and so it's just it's a really nice night out tonight, and I decided to take advantage of it. You know, tis the season for Michael Myers, so. Oh, that's true. Who is our uh, featured Tinder babe this week? Thank you for reminding <gasps> me. Yay! I wanted, I wanted to do him closer to Halloween, but I think we're just going to go ahead and, and release him this week. I've literally, every time we've talked about the Tinder profiles for October, I've been like, so Michael Myers. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I don't know if you all saw, uh, last week we released the Sanderson sisters from Hocus Pocus. Excuse me, so I hope you enjoyed them, because it was probably some of my best work. <laughs> I agree. Everyone should swipe right on Sarah, and however you feel about the other two. For sure. Um, shoot, so how was, uh, how was your weekend? My weekend was really good. On Saturday, I went apple picking at Carter Mountain Orchard for those folks who are of the Northern Virginia, all the way down to Charlottesville area of Virginia. I'm sure you're familiar with Carter Mountain. We've gone every year since I was a little baby. Um, (laughs) so it was super fun. Drink cider, almost died climbing up the mountain because this year you could either get bags and get 10 pounds of apples. And I was like, 10 pounds. No, I need more than that. So you have the 10 pound bag or the box for 30 pounds. And I was like, I'm going to need that one. I'm going to need 30 pounds of apples. And the boxes looked small. And I filled half the box. And I was like, yeah, this is going great. And then we climbed down the side of the mountain because the orchard is, of course, at the top of the mountain. Um, So we go to climb down a mountain to get to the other apples we wanted. And as we're like halfway down the mountain, I was like, we're going to have to climb back up this mountain. But we're all going to be holding 30 pounds of apples. Needless to say, on the way back up the mountain, um, my brother asked if... I wanted him to carry my box of apples. Mind you, he was already carrying my aunt's box of apples. So I was like, no, you can't carry two box of apples. And he was like, well, you sound like you're having an asthma attack. And 
the reason that was so devastating is because I was actively trying to not breathe so that no one would hear me struggling to breathe. And my little brother, doing as all little brothers do, <laughs> called me out for it. So I said, yes, take my box. And he, in one forearm each, carried the 30-pound box of apples. <laughs> and I struggled to get myself up the hill. So, But I made it. I survived. I lived. And... I got three glasses of cider afterwards, which made it all better. Oh, that's that's good because I should just <laughs> let you know that um, thirty pounds is more than what my daughter weighs. So, <laughs> but thirty pounds of apples is no joke. Some of my apples rolled down the mountain, and I was like, "I don't care, leave me, <laughs> leave me here to die." Apples. Um, but a lot of them made it. Four of them sacrificed their life for an apple cake on mm-hmm. Sunday morning. It was so cute. I made an apple cake and watched the original Halloween from 1978. That's so fun. Uh, as most folks do at 9 a.m. on a Sunday morning. <laughs> um, and it was, a, it was a great time. What about you? What did you do this weekend? Uh, let's see. Okay, so this weekend I actually didn't have my kid, which uh, is kind of a rarity. OMG. Yeah, I know. Um, because her dad came into town, so she spent the weekend with him, so that was really nice, um, because I love her, but we were at the point where we had been spending too much time together. Um, Mm -hmm. hashtag relationship probs, am I right? (laughs) (laughs) And, yeah, so, let's see, most of Saturday I slept, and it was wonderful. I, like, woke up at 10.30, and I was like, oh my god, I don't have to feed anybody but myself, this is great, here we go, and then... Um, I, like around two, I was like, you know what? It's time for a nap. So. Oh man. Saturday naps are like no other. Oh, Oh, love it. It was amazing. Took a nap and then I woke up, we went to my sister's house and, um, you know, we, we went there because one of her, uh, good friends was in town and, um, which, I mean, I did it all safely and social distancing. And, yeah, it was fun. Um, we hung out. We partied. Um, my dad DD'd us all home. And oh, then, heck yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then um, Sunday I hung out with uh, one of my friends. And we watched uh, The Phantom Menace of um, this little-known little series called The Star Wars. Oh, wait. Can you, can you see what I'm wearing? Are you wearing Star Wars pants? I'm wearing Star Wars boxers. Yeah. So I got introduced to Jar Jar Banks, um, which was was something uh, an experience all on its own. Um, Personally, I love Jar Jar Banks, but I understand <laughs> that that will probably alienate me from all of our listeners. Uh, well, okay. But so, like, you know, I had promised um, this friend of mine. Like, this is this is one of my um, exes who I'm, like, still friends with. So I had promised him while we were dating that, like, I was going to watch Star Wars. And, you know, I thought, ah, I, I won't. I, I, I won't actually ever see them. And then one day on a whim, I'm like, you know what? I am missing out on so much pop culture, so I'll go ahead and do it anyway. And mm-hmm. um, he's been kind of, like, my spiritual guide through it all. So I watched yeah, which is necessary yes. for the Star Wars universe. So yes. good. Um, and then, so I watched it actually with him, um, and we like sat on the couch and we watched it, 
And every couple of minutes, every time Jar Jar had like a line, I would like turn and look at him and I'm like, why do you hate me? Why would you do this to me? Like, I thought we were cool. <laughs> What's going on here? And um, yeah, it was, it was an interesting experience to say the least. But it was good. I'm on to the next movie soon. And then we're meeting up again for the third of the like new trilogy. <laughs> Misa's so happy. You know Star Wars. So um, that's been the dating <laughs> dossier. Thank you all for listening. Um, I've now quit. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I'll be starting my own podcast. <laughs> And uh, we're gonna we're gonna divide some audiences. I'll, I'll put a poll out on Twitter. See who's <laughs> no, no who's, one's who's, come with who's me. Who's team JJ? Team Jar Jar. <laughs> and um, who's saying? Uh, it'll be it'll be just me, and I guess other you know someone who hasn't watched Star Wars. I've watched Star Wars, and I, I stand by. All right. um, I mean, if you want my wanna, love of Jar Jar, you want to die on the hill. Well, actually, I heard uh, Nicole Byer. Um, you've heard of her, right? She she hosts um, Nailed It on Netflix and she's a stand-up comedian and she also has like um, her own podcast and it's actually how I got into Star Wars. Um, she has one with Lauren Lapkus called Newcomer. Um, mm-hmm. Please don't turn off your podcast right now to listen to that. Keep listening to us. And uh, so the two of them have never watched any Star Wars and so that's kind of where I got the inspiration and then they talk about each movie. Um, and apparently Nicole Byer likes Jar Jar. <laughs> so there you go. Look, I like Jar Jar Binks and Nickelback was my first favorite band. So my tastes are very polarizing. Mm-hmm. I know that about myself. I admit that. I'm open about it. It's something I deal with on a daily basis. Um, we're here to unpack that today, ladies and gentlemen. Is my love of Nickelback. Just kidding. Uh, so, but yay. This episode. So you got to watch. Oh, sorry. I was going to say this episode is about how to deal um, with partners who have bad taste. And how we can kind of, <laughs> I'm just kidding. So I thought you were legitimately about to segue into our topic, which is like getting <laughs> over a breakup. And I thought you were going to be like, well, since we're breaking up the podcast, perfect timing. Let's talk about how to get over a breakup. <laughs> I was like, I mean, it's a smooth segue. I'm not going to argue with it. Yeah, I'm, but I'm, please don't leave me ever. I'm so needy. I'm, I'm not ready for rejection. <laughs> I'm feeling a little extra fiery tonight. I think it's because I'm having apple cider and uh, fireball instead of my normal truly so I'm a little spicy today literally yes quite literally so um yeah but I mean do we want to segue into our topic or um do you have more hot takes um so I was going to hum one of the famous songs from the Phantom Menace, because apparently one of my personality traits is knowing songs and movies, but I won't subject our listeners to that. So yes, let's just dive right into getting over a breakup tips and tricks with Jessica and Jillian. Dun, 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 dun. Oh no, shoot. Sorry. That's no, that's, that's what um, you were. The Imper- that's Imperial yeah. No, the Phantom Menace is da da. So now you, I had to do it anyway. I can't wait to listen to myself do that while I edit. It but. might have it might have been a small trap. <laughs> okay, now that that's done, 
Um, getting over a breakup slash rejection slash anything kind of like that. And I'll say as I was listing out some of my suggestions and go-tos, bottom line is I'm always looking for things that distract you, essentially. So, like, what can distract me for the next 20 minutes, 30 minutes, an hour, hopefully, but that takes a lot um, to distract me for that long. What can I do to get my mind off of the one thing I don't want to think about, which is the breakup or the rejection or whatever? What can I do for the next chunk of time? Um, And I have a few suggestions for that, but bottom line, it's really like, what can I do to distract myself was my list. Yeah, that's basically mine too, is like, what can I do to give myself the time to heal? And mm-hmm. basically keep my mind off of it and also keep keep my hands from texting that person. Oh my gosh, I'm so bad for that. Like, I miss you, or oh, this made me think of you, which everything is going to make you think of them yeah. in the beginning, like right after, like literally everything. Yeah, exactly. Like, toilet paper. They used to wipe their ass too. I'm Hopefully. Watching, I'm watching friends and they're eating Chinese food and like our first date we had Chinese food and 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 I got a, a I got a fortune that said the person sitting across from you will say that you will be together forever. <laughs> and it was a lie. It was an unfortunate cookie. And that I was my get, manic impression. I get really terrible fortune cookies like they're not fortunes they're just like try not to take left turns today and I'm like is this is this premonition like is this like the final destination fortune cookie like I mean I'm gonna listen yeah I was planning on staying in for the rest of the night but now I've got to go outside and make some right turns they're they're so bizarre Jillian don't go to your normal Starbucks on Tuesday Okay, see, now we'd have a problem. Um, no, I didn't go to Starbucks today. I went yesterday, so I would have been fine. Oh, would have been good. Um, I, I kid you not, I was on a date once. And it was like a first date. It didn't, like, it didn't go well. I was not interested in him. But we went to like this ramen place, and we got fortune mm-hmm. cookies there for whatever reason. And um, I was like, all right then. Um, so I was reading my fortune cookie and I kid you not, I opened the fortune and it said, what you've been waiting for is right in front of you. And I was like, oh God, mm. this is it. Um, this was a really bad first day. <laughs> oh God. But then I looked and it was actually the bus to get me home. So that's what I was looking okay, for. Okay. See, I was like, there has to be something like either you open the cookie before you ate dinner and then dinner was right in front of you or, you know, There was a picture of Brad Pitt on the wall. Like, I was like, there's got to be something there. And then who walks in but Donald Glover. (laughs) And I was like, (laughs) there it is. There it is. (laughs) You were right, Fortune Cookie. Thank you, Fortune Cookie. My bad for for thinking you could be wrong and lead me astray ever. Okay, but let's um, get into some actual tippy tips. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And... My first one, I'm a big fan of baths. Uh, well, I shower regularly. Like, bath time for me is, like, I wouldn't take a bath after a workout. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I wouldn't take a bath when I'm, like, need to scrub clean. But if I'm, like, want to relax, 
that's what I'm talking about. Get some Epsom salt. Get a bath bomb. I know people like to make fun of girls and bath bombs, but I'm telling you what, they make you feel silky smooth and they smell so good. Um, I do bits with whatever toys bomb. come out of my bath bombs. So, and I send them to all my friends on Snapchat. Yes, this weekend was a little airplane. It was a little airplane. I did the Star Wars theme, which I guess is now on brand for me. Mm-hmm. And then I Staying also on brand. And I then like I also it. did Danger Zone. Da 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 da. I can't. It has a very distinct drum intro, but. Uh, to the, the danger zone. Danger zone. Danger zone. I don't know if you watch Archer. It's, uh... That's what I just, I was yeah. trying oh. to do. That. <laughs> danger, how's it? D- danger, danger zone. zone. He does it. Yeah. Well, well I like Archer. I like Archer for the sole reason that the voice of Archer is the voice of Bob's and Bob's Burgers. And yeah. I am deeply in love with Bob from Bob's Burgers. Um, Loki, my daughter, is named after one of the characters from Archer, so it's fine. I love it. Yeah. Loki. But Her I daughter's also... name is Archer. Yeah. <laughs> my my daughter's <laughs> name is Sterling Archer. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, she's Loki named after her, but like also um, I also love the other character that that character was inspired by. And the actress. So, um, if anybody watches Arrested Development, um. oh, okay. I was. It was taking me a second. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Um. So yeah. So bath bombs. Also, okay. Here's what I like to do. Here's here's the actual setup. <laughs> so you do the Epsom salt. You do the bath bombs. You do the bubble bath. I, like put a bunch of shit in the tub. Mm-hmm. Um. Then you get tea light candles that you can get from, like, the Dollar Ooh, Tree. Ambience. You get tea light candles. And you, uh, I, look, ambiance is so important it's to key. me. It's everything. It's key. Um, and you set them up around the bathtub. And then you light them. Um, and then you get a glass of wine, red wine, preferably. If you've never been bathtub drunk, Ugh. you've never really been drunk. Bathtub wine drunk is a whole nother level. So you get your red wine and then you get a book. I have a Kindle, a Kindle that's like water resistant or whatever. Of mm-hmm. course I have my Kindle. And then I have a bath bathtub, uh, playlist. It includes like some Nora Jones, you know, very calm music mm-hmm. and you, and then you also put on a face mask. Mm-hmm. So then oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. you have a face mask, the bath bomb, the wine, the tea light candles. Okay, A, it's going to take you like 20 minutes alone just to set this up. And it's going to take some focus. So there you go. You've got 20 minutes of distraction just trying to set this up. And then you're in the bathtub for, I stay in as long as the water is hot. It's probably 20 minutes. It's also like about how long you should have a face mask on. Well, some of them are like five minutes. Don't get your skincare tips from me. Um, but you get in there. And then, of course, like don't wash your face in your bath <laughs> water. <laughs> get out and wash it in the sink, please. Uh, or under the spout. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying my best to help you guys with real tips. Uh, but that I love, like setting it up is super fun. I feel so like, like sex in the city when I have like <laughs> my, you know, and I can read my Kindle cause it has like a backlight. I probably wouldn't try to read like a paper book just by candlelight, unless you feel like 
cosplaying as a colonial person, but <laughs> um, that's that's a lot of fun. I like the setup, um, and you just feel so like you're in a movie, which mm-hmm. is is fun for me. I I love it. I absolutely love it. Um, a big thing I do is like the first day after a breakup, I let myself have a really good cry. Like, oh, necessary. Like, totally. I think it's the first part of the process of like getting over it and, you know, starting new is you just cleanse yourself of like all these like tears um, that you, you'd been keeping inside of you because you were so happy. I also oh. like to watch myself cry, and I have taken um, selfies while I'm <laughs> crying. Just don't don't post them to Facebook, though. Um, oh, no. I don't post. Well, sometimes my eyes look super green mm-hmm. when I cry, oh, yeah, so yeah. I'll send them to some choice friends. And also, I do it because I'm like, oh, I'm going to look back on this <laughs> and remember how he made me cry. Um it's, that's, like, never really worked for me, but I do. I am one of the people who, like, I watch myself cry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I uh, I don't like to watch myself cry because I know for sure I'm an ugly crier. So... I guess I think I'm a pretty crier. I don't know. I cry all the time, so I hope I'm not, uh, at least not a super ugly crier. Not all of us are blessed to be pretty criers, Jillian. Some of us have to deal with Next, our sad clown I'll, faces. You know what? Should I post some of my crying <laughs> selfies to Sure, I'll, I'll work some Instagram. tears up and we'll ask them, you know, who's the uglier crier. Um, <laughs> then we'll see some real tears. Um, but yeah, so I let myself have, like, a good cry. Like, you know, I watch all the sad things. I, you know, I, that's like, I give myself one day to be totally sad and like wallow just like wallow yeah and feel bad for myself that and I mean and it gets easier after that but like just letting yourself like look back on pictures and like be like why um and this this also works if you were the person who did the dumping too because it's oh yeah it's still hard even if you're the one who ended up doing the breakup because you're still ending. You're gonna mourn. Yeah. You're gonna mourn the relationship. Exactly. So give yourself that one day to mourn the relationship. Get sad. Be in your feelings all day. You know, I would say stay off of social media. Like, don't make any vague statuses or anything like that. Just, just get really sad. <laughs> my mom, whenever I'm going through a breakup, she asks me if I've watched Titanic yet because that's <laughs> my go-to. I'll just watch Titanic maybe once usually more than once get a good cry because who can watch rose as an old woman pass away in her sleep and then walk through the ship and see jack standing under the clock i'm gonna cry just thinking about it um so that's what i watch and i'm so you know known for that that my mom's like have you watched titanic yet and if i haven't i'm like no gonna do it now yeah um, I usually just will still distract myself with whatever I was watching at the time, but I will, uh, I'll put on some, some music that'll get me in my feels, but. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, next tip for you. 
Um, next tip for me, I like to reread favorite books. Mm-hmm. Um, so one of my favorite books in the world is The Other Boleyn Girl. Another favorite book is Jurassic Park. Um, one Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Mm-hmm. The Exorcist. Uh, I'm like looking at my bookshelf right now. Uh, and I can, you can tell which ones I've read over and over and over and over again. I like to read, I like to reread a favorite book because for me it's helpful to, I guess, not have surprises. You know what I mean? There's a spider on me. It just (gasps) popped down and I just, I think I got it. It might be in my boobs. I don't know. I'm so sorry. That gave me chills. I'm so sorry. Um, that was terrifying. I know last week everybody heard a a bug like come at me. Um, this week a spider literally just dropped right down and I feel so bad, but also like it was going on my notes and and I'm scared. So if I have, Uh, that gave me goosebumps. It was a very tiny one. (laughs) Last time when a bug landed on you in the recording, I'm like, oh my God, I was so scared for you. Like I said, it so deadpan. I was like, who am I? Um, That's really traumatic for you, Jessica. (laughs) That's how I, that was my delivery. Um, But yeah, I like to reread a favorite book. Jurassic Park is a good one because there's no... Uh, love stories. The Exorcist is a good one because there's no love stories. I can't take love stories that work out. Obviously, I love the Titanic, mm-hmm. uh, but that love story doesn't work out. I can't read like Nicholas Sparks or something. Well, I don't read that anyway. Um, but I can't read something where all the love stories work out in a breakup. Yeah. Um, so those are recommend. Well, maybe not The Exorcist if you scare easily, but Jurassic Park's really good. Pretty much anything by Michael Crichton. They're like sci-fi. Um, without being scary like Stephen King. So I would recommend anything from him. Yeah. Um, that's always a good one. I'm kind of the opposite where I don't like to read because I have a very short attention span. So instead what I like to do is I like to write. And I don't necessarily like to write about my feelings or anything like that. Nothing necessarily related to my breakup, but I like mm-hmm. to start writing sketches. And so some of my best work is, (laughs) is when I have been like going through a breakup or like going through a really hard time, um, I usually will try to write and it doesn't necessarily even have to be like about two people breaking up and like accepting that it's just whatever I feel like I one time wrote about an improv troupe coming to a grief support group and trying to do improv there. And it was hilarious and very dark, but (laughs) I had a good time. So I would just say, like, write down. Uh, You know, if you are the type of person that likes to write, I would say write down your feelings. Um, Because it does just feel good sometimes to release those things on paper. But for me, I like to write nonsensical bits that just kind of make me feel better about myself and, you know, remind me of what I want to do. So, um... That's what I do as I use my, my sadness, my anger, whatever I'm feeling at the time. I use it and I, I write stupid shit. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's how I, like, 
you know, started to write down stuff for the podcast, like episode ideas and outlining stuff. And, you know, before it released and before it started, um, was kind of like a vision board, but Mm -hmm. it was just writing it down, like, you know, sketching out my plan and my ideas and how I was going to do it. And yeah, like you said, sometimes I like to journal and actually write about my feelings, but other times just sketching out like my plans for what I wanted to do that helped me. Um, and speaking of sketches, another thing that I said is watch comedy specials on Netflix. Oh, hell yeah. There, I really, I'll be honest, I haven't seen, I haven't watched a comedy special on Netflix by any comedian that I didn't laugh at least once. Some of them have me laughing the entire time. Others have me laughing at maybe three or four specific bits, but still it's, they're engaging. They do make me laugh at least a little I definitely recommend just looking up comedy specials and going through. And if you turn on one and you watch it for 10 minutes and you hate it, there's a hundred others to click on. Exactly. Oh my God. I have found some hidden gems on Netflix. Um, mm-hmm. And when in doubt, John Mulaney just will solve all of your problems. Oh, totally. Uh, New in town. You are, you're guaranteed to have a good time. Oh my, I'm laughing just thinking about it really. Um, which there I kind of sounded disingenuous. (laughs) You sounded like me. I'm laughing about it already. You have me (laughs) ruffling right now. (laughs) So um, another one I have is um, whenever I'm feeling sad about a breakup is I download a lot of like stupid games on my phone. Like, Mm. and I, cause I just need something to like do while I'm like watching a show or anything like that. Just kind of have my hands moving at all times because I know if I'm not focusing in on that game, I'm going to end up like checking social media or doing something I don't want to do. So, um, what I'll do is like, I've played like merge dragons or I'll just get like Sudoku or um, Blackjack, or Home Escapes, anything like that. None of these people have sponsored us, so please, <laughs> this is not um, a paid thing. But just, Hashtag not sponsored. Right. Uh, but just silly things that are going to kind of take my mind off everything, and stuff that has a story, and I continue to work on it. Um, or, I love um, or a cooking Diner game. Dash. Yeah, like Diner okay. Dash. Um, I did one called, like, Cooking Craze. Um just different things like that that'll you know just kind of distract you and like you're like I can't think about my breakup because I'm too busy thinking about my customers um yeah and getting to the next level and (laughs) and it's I think it's especially hard to endure a breakup during a pandemic because you really can't go out can't do anything else so these are kind of our tips for a pandemic breakup (laughs) because yeah can't do another one I have um, is get a house plant because it's, you know, it may not be distracting long-term, but picking out a house plant, I would recommend doing a little bit of research of how much water, where it should be for sunlight, things like that gives you a project. You can see it growing. I will say it is so cool because you can see the leaves. Like sometimes they, I, what was that? I heard it. Might've been my murderer. I'm not sure. 
I don't know how you're sitting outside at night. I could do it because I have a courtyard on the second floor, so I know nothing can get me. I could not be at my parents' house outside. I, I, I literally make my dad, like, walk me to my car, which is, like, ten steps from their door because I'm scared a bear is going to get me. And I guess I would don't mind sacrificing my dad. I don't know. I mean, your dad probably can handle it, right? <laughs> he can fight a bear. I mean, I'm, I feel like I'm pretty closed up. I'm on my deck, so... Yeah, we'll see. Well, you know, it's it's all being recorded, so. Yeah, at least they won't get away with it. Yeah, hopefully not. <laughs> oh, also, I wanted to say we're going to make a breakup playlist on Spotify that you can find and follow. If you have suggestions for songs you like to listen to for a breakup playlist, um, definitely send them our way on the Facebook, Twitter, anything like that. But it's going mm-hmm. to be called Jessica drum roll. The dumped dossier. <laughs> um, thank you. Puns are my bread and butter. I am a slut for them. So I'm a fan. <laughs> the, um, yeah. And then I'm also going to be releasing like a list of movies to watch. If you do want to watch a movie about a breakup on, um, on Twitter and we'll probably post it on our Instagram too and our Facebook all of our social media um, I have noticed we have gained a little bit of a following so it's kind of exciting we've gotten like thank you thank you thank you we've gotten like three new followers hello how at you which is three more people who weren't listening before so feels good feels good um, um, okay so what is next on your list okay um, next on my list is sing as loud as you can, which I know sounds super stupid, but <laughs> trust me, sometimes like belting something out just makes you feel so good to like, you know, um, find an area where not a lot of people are around somewhere in your house probably. And just like put on your favorite musical whatever it may be and just cabaret exactly just sing like doesn't matter what the lyrics are just sing because it's almost like the same as phantom of the opera that's a great one to scream sing yes exactly um the last five years is a really good one which i was going to include on our movie list that one is all about a breakup so that's another one to just scream sing to um but yeah anything like that just go ahead and just belt it out even if you're a terrible singer, anything like that, if you need to do it in the shower, do it in the shower, you know? Um, but yeah, just like get it out, man, get it out. (laughs) I love it. Okay. The next thing I have is a little something to help you go to sleep at night in case that's tough for you. Um, so drink jungle juice so you can go to sleep at night. And if for folks who maybe aren't familiar with jungle juice, that's a little something that I learned how to make in college. And it's where you take your choice of liquor, usually four different types, four bottles, and you pour it into, let's just say, a trash can. Mm. And you pour in some 
sour mix because you're a classy adult now. Mm-hmm. You don't have to use Minute Maid lemonade if you don't want to, but you can if you like a throwback. Um, and you just drink that until you go night night. Um, if you don't have that, if that's not easily accessible, if it's a Sunday in North Carolina and you can't get to the ABC store, uh, just go for a four loco. Mm-hmm. It'll get the job mm-hmm. done as well. Mother's milk, really. Mother's milk. <laughs> it's better than <laughs> chamomile tea. Um, let's see. Uh, I have another one, which... Sorry, might have been my murderer again. Not sure. Um, so another one that I know I personally like to do <laughs> is... Don't laugh. Don't laugh at my pain. How dare you? I'm sorry. Um, is I like to pick up my phone if I'm not playing those games and um, call his mother or her mother. <laughs> Don't say a word. Don't. Just kind of breathe loudly. Maybe do a little sob if you want to. And then when you feel ready, when you feel comforted, or when you think you're about to hang up, what you do is you put on your best Ray Romano impression and you go, Deborah, And then you hang up immediately. And then you just repeat this over and over <laughs> until you feel better. I do maybe up to six times a day. You don't want to be excessive. But that's just something I think that really kind of heals the heart. And screaming Deborah is key, even if, nay, especially if their name is not Deborah. Yes. On the off chance their name is Deborah, I would maybe go for Adrian or Stella. Just any, any manic man's voice yelling a woman's name, I think will do the trick. Whatever It'll get comes your mes- over you in that moment. Your message will get across. Don't worry. Just have faith in yourself, baby girl. Um, a nice one that you can do all alone um is adopt it's kind of like the house plant idea mm-hmm. right taking care mm-hmm. of something adopt four cats uh all at once because you will be so busy you won't have time to even remember you were in a relationship the key though is make sure they all look alike so four gray tabbies four orange tabbies four calicos but calicos are pushing it because they, they can yeah. yeah they can look different um But you want to get four different ones and you want them to look similar so that the apartment complex doesn't know you adopted four cats. And now it's a little game to see how long you can keep it secret that you have four cats. Also, can you keep four cats straight um, and figure out which cat is which and feeding them, buying food for them, playing with them, keeping them inside your apartment and cleaning their litter boxes. Uh, When we said distraction, I mean, you're going to be well taken care of. Yeah, you can kind of do like an Olsen twins on full house type of thing, you know. Just always yeah. looking, you know. Is it one? Is it two? We don't know. Is we it four? Know. Yeah, probably. Uh, you should. Yeah, go I for would, it. I would do four black cats and give them all Halloween names, but that's just me. <gasps> I forgot about the best cat is a black cat. I used when I was little, we had a black cat, um, and he would always like do the little hunched mm-hmm. up thing. <laughs> like he would always do it, and he's a little tiny. He was scared of our dog, which mm-hmm. was a you know, 30 pound Bichon, uh, who couldn't scare anything, even if he wanted to. Um, but 
the little cat would always hunch up and like you know his tail and he'd go he'd hiss so we named him spooky oh yeah um, and plus with four cats too you could reenact a lot of movies uh the lion king aristocats cats you know have sabrina your, sabrina have your own jellicle cat contest you know um which is a reference to cats which is another movie or another like musical that you could just scream out loud um let's see uh oh, you could reenact tiger king too so oh spe- yes do that one speaking of and you know what then i would get four black cats but i would name them all after people in tiger king but speaking of meth shotgun joe exotic and carol, carol baskins, baskins. <laughs> <laughs> um I think probably my next one is so speaking of documentaries uh, mm. another really nice thing that you can do is mm-hmm. make a documentary about what your life would have been like <laughs> with your ex still in the picture but like only happy things you know like getting married having kids whatever your goals are winning an Oscar whatever it is incorporate your yeah. ex into it your ex is a part of that dream and I mean I would say just be as liberal as you want with uh, the Enya on your soundtrack to it. You know, um, maybe see if his mom, who's probably now terrified of you, would come on the documentary. Um, you know what would be a great soundtrack for this documentary? What? Is the 1994 Pure Moods CD. Oh, that's a good one. I saw it, I saw it recently on a TikTok you sent me. So, <laughs> be a good one. Um, but do... Do the documentary in a form of a TikTok, but don't actually put it on TikTok. So only do, like, you know, two-minute segments, and then just kind of string them together. You know, like a quilt. Making a quilt of, of memories that didn't happen. And, um, yeah, and you will heal. You will heal. <laughs> because dreams do come true. They do. Um, my next suggestion on this list... Um, is something that you can start after a breakup, mm-hmm. but it's a lifelong hobby mm-hmm. that you can maintain. I would suggest maintaining it um, for the rest of your life, and that is start a pine cone collection. Oh my god, that is beautiful. That is beautiful. <laughs> would you like to see... Um, Where am I going? <laughs> Can you see my pine cone collection? What you can't see is that I just knocked over my entire glass of wine. Jillian. I'm just gonna leave that until we're done recording. That's what yeah. I get for trying to show off my breakup pine cones. I know. God. Always want to brag about your breakup pine cones, don't you? I just, I need to get a towel because I'm soaked in wine. Um, but while I take care of that, do you want to say the next thing on, on your list? Sure. Yeah, I absolutely can. Thank you. Thank you. I'm using my calming voice for, um, for our listeners out there. Cause I know breakups are rough. Um, our next one would be make a cutout of your ex or Robert Pattinson maybe Robert Pattinson is your ex. I don't know. Or really any 
Twilight celebrity, any one of them, make a cardboard cutout and then do a series of Christmas cards with them and then send it to your ex saying, Merry Christmas in hell, Michigan. And I think that's going to be something that really kind of sends a message because nobody wants to be in Michigan. Am I right? <laughs> of course I'm right. So I think that's a good one to have for all of our listeners out there. And Jillian is still gone right now. Um, so I'll give another real tip real fast and I'll say that um, just take 10 seconds at a time. Seriously, like if you watch Kimmy Schmidt, do that. Take it 10 seconds at a time. It becomes easier. Oh my god. Oh my god. It's another bug. It's another bug. Oh my god. Okay. 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 <laughs> Um, so this is what it would be like if I hosted my own podcast. Um, I see your shadow. I know you're watching me. Um, that, that was said to Jillian and not the person who inevitably is waiting in the shadows. But yeah, so this is what it would be like if I hosted my own podcast. Um, oh, hey, Jillian. Hey. Hey, bud. I couldn't Jillian. unmute myself for a second, so I had to have a little bit of a wardrobe change. I love it, the out of um, Jolie is so concerned about why I spilled wine all up in her dog bed. Um, but you know what, Jolie? Mommy's having a moment. Never fear. I have some boxed wine. Oh, blessed um, be. Blessed be the fruit. <laughs> praise be. Uh... So that was great. I think you can do the podcast um, by yourself now. You do have a very calming voice, which the listeners could just have on repeat. You know what? I'm just thankful I didn't knock the wine onto my laptop. That would have been a catastrophe. It's just literally all in Jolie's bed. And she is, she wasn't even in her bed when it happened, which thank God, because I was stained my dog. Oh, no. Um, But she's like deeply offended that Mm -hmm. I got wine on her stuff which I mean I guess I don't blame I got wine on her baby oops um okay so I heard mention of a Robert Pattinson cut at Pat hang Mm -hmm. on Pattinson did I say that right okay um cut out which I would definitely recommend you can take it a step further right Mm because you can have a cut out of your ex right but maybe you're not going through a breakup maybe you're going through a rejection maybe you're just going through a tough time maybe you just what really like this idea okay this is how you take it to the next level maybe you're alive in 2020 that's all you need right now um you have your cardboard cut out life size did you say life size I didn't but I thought it was implied okay so life-size cardboard cutout. Now, you also get a body pillow. You can find these at Target. I'm sure you can find them a lot of places. I got mine at Target. Then, you get a heating pad. You can either get a rice bag that you heat up in the microwave, uh-huh. or you can get an electric heating pad that's plugged in, um, preferably one that has an automatic timer that turns off after half an hour. Okay, uh-huh. you put the heating pad on the body pillow under the cardboard cutout. Now you've got a boyfriend to go to bed with. Thank you. You're welcome. You could get it like a lavender scented one. I've had one of those before. Or you could get like the flannel scent from Bath and Body Works and it'll smell like a man. Oh my God. 
podcast. Thank you. That's the scent plug-in I have in my room right now. Okay. So my room smells like a sexy man. Okay. So my next suggestion. Okay. Yes. Is, so what you're going to want to do, it's going to require a little bit of effort on your part, but it's a good okay. distraction. Ready. I'm ready. Um, dress up as one of the handmaids from Handmaid's Tale. Okay. Make sure you have your bonnet and everything. Don't look any man. Okay. Don't look any man in the eyes. Okay, and I like where this is going. Go to your local mall, which you'll pretend is now a post-apocalyptic mall, maybe like a grocery store, something like that. Again, if you're in 2020, mm-hmm. don't even have to imagine that hard. Exactly. Make sure you wear a mask though, <laughs> and you're just gonna get on that escalator and ride up and down, back and forth, till your legs get tired. And every time you pass somebody, you're gonna say, "Praise be." May the Lord open any of those. And then you're going to pick one person, okay? This this person, you're going to pick them out of the crowd. And when they pass you on the escalator, you're going to tell them about the riot that's happening in the town square and how all of you handmaids are going to rise up and rebel against the government. And then you're going to walk away. You're going to leave them all immediately and leave them speechless. And guess what? You just found your new soulmate. You're welcome. Now, part two of that plan is have a change of clothes in your car, in a backpack, in a go bag. Mm -hmm. Go get in the car. Change your clothes. Put on street clothes. Put on whatever other outfit you would like to. Go back in the mall. Watch the chaos ensue. I love it. I love it. It's like watching a a flash mob, but better. (laughs) It's like a flash mob that you created and nobody practiced for. It's a flash mob without the dancing, so it's just called a mob. (laughs) (laughs) it's just an angry mob mob. it's just an angry mob a little bit of a riot it'll be fine that you you it was a project you created good job Mm -hmm. go back to your commander's house and have a good one wink wink (laughs) um okay so my next list wait the next thing on my list um once again has to do with drinking so i just live by my flaws. Okay. This is what you're going to want to do. You want to get some whiskey. Uh-huh. Any kind. Any. That you can take. You're going to practice drinking that whiskey until you can shoot it like Carrie Underwood. Oh, snap. Like Carrie Underwood would want us to, like we thought we could when we were 14 and listening to that song. Um, now's the time to do that so that when you go back out, when you're ready to go back out mm-hmm. there, you, Jolie is literally growling at me because she's so mad that I got wine in her bed. I'm sorry. Um, it's a treat, Jolie. You're being ungrateful. Yeah, you're a on bitch. I have to make a dash. Um, it's fine. Um, yeah, I really like that plan. I think it's mm-hmm. amazing. So I got yeah, then when you go back out there and you're ready to date, you can just really impress everyone with how you can take whiskey uh, without a chaser. Yeah, there you go. And that's that's a skill you can take right to the bank. Um, so <laughs> True my, that. So my last one is kind of one where you can get a little crafty if you haven't already. 
Um, so what you're going to do is you're going to go to Michael's, you're going to get some knitting needles and um, some yarn, and if you don't know how to knit already, I would suggest YouTubing it because this is going to require you to knit. So then what you do is you start knitting, and you just knit a blanket as big as you want it, whether it's for you, a baby, a dog, anything like that, maybe your houseplant that you adopted, anything. One through four cats. Anything like that, maybe for the cardboard cutout, um, really any of that. Maybe you could knit your own handmaid's costume, who knows. Um, but basically then what you're going to do is, while you're knitting it, you're going to do your best impression of every Tom Hanks character ever. Maybe have a list up and just kind of reference them as you go along. Um, and then the finishing touch is you are going to put your sister's boyfriend's initials on the blanket. That's all you got. That's all you got. Hang on. Your sister's boyfriend's initials. If you don't have a sister, do your brother's boyfriend's initials, your brother's girlfriend's initials. If you don't have any siblings, yell out to the street, Wilson! And then whoever yells back, get their initials, put it on the blanket. Okay. So... It's a lot to unpack. Yes. Um... Was that the plot of a Tom Hanks movie? It wasn't. It wasn't. Okay. 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 So we cleared that up. Okay. At least not one that I've known. Oh, oh, wait. We're, we're talking about Mr. America and his knitting adventures. <laughs> yes. The okay, Tom wait. Hanks classic. Knitting is a good suggestion. I learned how to knit after a breakup. Hi. Well, actually, my grandma taught me to knit when I was a toddler, uh, and I forgot that skill but there's home videos of me doing it. Um, so I relearned and she kind of taught me and then I watched a bunch of YouTube videos and uh, I really got quote unquote good at, I mean, as good as I've ever been uh, after a breakup. So that's not a bad suggestion. I um, I learned how to knit in middle school. I was part of a knitting club. Well, good for you. <laughs> part of a knitting club. And I was the worst one there. It was only later that oh, I, I started knitting again you know that for the is children a tough blow to be the worst one in a knitting club in middle they, school they came in and took pictures right and so like everyone else has like these long luxurious scarves and i'm like sitting over here with like my three just <laughs> like three lines and like one of them's over here one of them's over there and like they're all uneven and i'm like sitting like this like presenting my my crotch to the world as i'm like knitting away I was I mean I mean like I'm still a hefty person but like I was a hefty child and like I had like really short hair I had like one just long giant like blonde streak in the front and then I had these glasses that were purple and too small for my face and uh, I'm just like sitting there I have like one scarf on me already that was not mine that I made I'm really like bringing it home if I can find a picture of this I will put it out on Twitter because I know it exists and so I'm like laying back and I'm just like just knitting in the air. <laughs> knitting, knitting in the air. I'm a disappointment to the club. I don't know why they put me in the front row. There I am in knitting club with my three-lined scarf and a blazer. I, a nice I pink was blazer. in the fiddle club when I was in 
middle school, and I learned how to play the fiddle, which is the violin, but the fiddle is the style of playing, and I was pretty good at it um, because it's like the fingering is very similar to the flute, which I played. Mm -hmm. However, I was good at it for a 6th, 7th, 8th grader, um, which means I was terrible at it (laughs) when it comes to real life and real life suggestions. But that's what I did in middle school. I was, I was not just in the band. I doubled down. I was in the band. I'm pretty sure I was in chorus and I was definitely in the fiddle club. So, um, I was so offbeat and out of tune that when we did the recorders that every like child has to do in fourth grade or whatever, um, Mm -hmm. my music teacher told me just to pretend to play. (laughs) I was really bad. I like, I was bad for. I would have had to be homeschooled after that. Okay, (laughs) this wine is not good. I don't. I can't see it. It's blurry. Black box. Black box. If I move it, did I move it? Yeah. Okay. I'm really disappointed because I knocked over a bottle of good wine. Um. But I'll live because I think we're we're getting through our list anyway. Yeah, I think that was my last suggestion. Thank oh, you. actually, speaking of playing music. <laughs> um, for those of you who can't see, because we will never, ever, 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 ever do a video call because neither one of us ever look decent on here. Maybe Jillian does. I never do. Not, I'm not wearing <laughs> pants, and I have my hair wrapped up in a t-shirt, okay? Like, it, I already spilled wine on the first outfit, which was Star Wars boxers. So, no. Do we need a video? <laughs> no. Um, but I was doing some very nice eyebrow movements, so. She was, because I immediately started talking over her. <laughs> she was giving me a mom face. <laughs> oh. I'll, I'll, the floor is yours. Oh, I didn't have anything else. I was waiting for you. Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> So the last thing I have, which is like kind of in line with, you know, playing the fiddle when you're 12, mm-hmm. is uh, learn to play that instrument that you begged for when you were 15 through 18. Mm-hmm. So that harmonica, for me, it's a ukulele. For some, it's a guitar. For me, piano, it's keyboard. a For me, it's a baby grand piano. A baby grand piano. I had to Whatever order one off of is. Amazon. Whatever. So it's sitting at a as a decoration in the corner of your living room or it's buried in your closet, take the time after a breakup, especially in a pandemic when we're not going outside to learn to play that thing. I think, uh, for me, what I really wanted to accomplish was finally finishing that American girl matching game that I started back in fourth grade. So maybe finally winning that one. I can never find the other Kaya. That... That, I feel like there's a lot of games that I could go back. Like, I wonder how my pets on my DS Lite are doing. I wonder if they're still alive. Check in on your Tamagotchi. <laughs> oh, gosh. Your Neopets. Uh, Mine always check went, in. went to the soup kitchen because I didn't want to pay for them. I killed a lot of Tamagotchi, but that's reminding me of the Schitt's Creek. Did you see that episode where... Was it, like, in the newest season? Because I haven't watched that one yet. It 
It was definitely in one of the later seasons. Oh, also watch Schitt's Creek. Yes. I don't care what stage of life you're in. Yeah. Watch always Schitt's watch. Creek. Always it's my favorite it. show in the world. Um, I love it. It makes me laugh. It makes me cry. Uh, 10, 10 recommend. They did just drop their last mm-hmm. and latest season on Netflix. That they the won weekend. all those Emmys for. So they swept the Emmys. So, um, you I was, have a whole season of a show. I was actually talking with my ex about Shit's Creek this weekend and he still like hasn't gotten the hype of it so I said it takes about like three episodes to kind of finally get into the swing of everything I loved it off the bat but whatever and I know he's obviously going through a hard time right now because lost me um Mm -hmm. which (laughs) that's how all my exes are they all hit hit me up all the time and I just like really yeah, boomerang. But you're right. It does take. So the first season of Schitt's Creek, like you, I loved it off the bat. I mm-hmm. thought it was very funny. However, you can tell by the end of season one and into season two that they fell into their groove mm-hmm. because I've like followed Dan Levy on everything. I'm obsessed with him. Um, I also like watched all the like about and making videos Mm -hmm. they didn't know if they would get past the pilot they didn't know if they would be signed on for a second season so it's definitely a little bit different of writing because they just weren't sure how far it was going to go Mm -hmm. um so if you are someone who turned it on watched 20 minutes didn't love it i would say just give it a little bit more time um if you still hate it i hate you Uh, i'm just kidding it might just not be for you I mean, like, the thing of it is, is, like, so many people are, like, oh, you know, you can't watch, like, the first season of The Office or, like, you know, the first season of Parks and Rec and stuff. Like, sometimes they just have bad first seasons. But, like, I'm sorry, but if you are recommending, like, Parks and Rec or The Office, but you won't sit through, like, two episodes of Shit's Creek, then you need to, like, you need to stop being judgy because mm-hmm. we survived the first season of Parks and Rec and the first season of uh, The Office. Um but I usually, or even like you were saying, Arrested Development. That's another one that yeah. first season was like, mm. yeah, exactly. Um, so like the, I mean, the, I, I think every show, this is such a tangent, but like I think every show kind of takes a couple of episodes to finally hit their stride. Like yes, yes. I usually will give a series three episodes. And if by the end of the third episode, I am not feeling it at all, I stop watching. Because I've given it, I've given it enough time, like I've done three That's hours. That's fair. Or if it's a comedy, I'll usually do like six unless it's just terrible. Um, but then there are some that like, I just can't even get through the pilot. Like, and I try and I try, but I can't. I, w- I won't name it because a lot of people get mad at me. So. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want to alienate our listeners further, so... Um, but those but were But it's Umbrella my... Academy. <gasps> I know. I told you. It was, I can't even get through the pilot. I can't. I've tried. I've watched. I've watched the first, uh-huh. like, two episodes multiple times, and I still can't get into it. it I'd, like, I am so sorry. I understand. Is th- This is the end, right? Okay. Um, thank you. Um, I've had a lot of fun hosting. Um, good night. This is where I break us up. Yes. Um. Okay, look, you have your hot takes, I have mine.
I guess you are, you know, I guess if I can love Jar Jar Binks, you can hate the Umbrella Academy. We're even fine. Yeah. I also didn't like Pitch Perfect, so it's... Or actually, Love Actually. Pitch Perfect... You know what? We were about to agree. Uh, now we're fighting again. I'm sorry. So. Okay, the thing with, like, Pitch Perfect and Umbrella Academy and, like, Love Actually is they all were way overhyped for me. Like, if I had gone in not really knowing anything, I think I probably would have enjoyed it more. But every single person I knew was like, oh, this is the best movie. Or, or like, oh, I, I love this series. Like, it's so good. Like, you'll love it, too. And I just go in and I'm not impressed. <laughs> that, I do have that issue with something that's been overhyped. And I just don't love it. Um, for Love Actually, I hadn't really, like, heard much about it. And mm-hmm. I finally watched it. So I loved it. For Pitch Perfect, like you, it was overhyped for mm-hmm. me. A lot of the Marvel movies are overhyped yeah. for me. That's my hot take. Um, it's okay. Some of them are. Really I enjoy are. them. I enjoy them all. Like, I could, if, if it was like, oh, do you like want to watch Iron Man? Do you want to watch The Avengers? Do you want, you know, mm-hmm. um, I'll watch them. I enjoyed them all, but I wasn't like, oh my God. <laughs> um, now that we've turned this into a movie review podcast. I'm a, I'm a slut for a good Marvel movie. Um, if anybody out there has the movie podcast that they want us to come on, we will gladly do that. Uh, I'm just kidding. Hey, look, I have a lot of opinions about a lot of movies. Uh, I'm an expert on Titanic. I'm an expert on Love Actually. I'm an expert on uh, He's Just Not That Into You. Um, also, Holes. That's a, um, that's a classic, though. Ooh, Jaws. Jurassic Park. Um, um, do you remember, like, it was a couple years ago, Shia LaBeouf decided to watch all of his movies? And, like, he... No? Oh, okay. So this was, Oh, was like, he live-tweeting? No, 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 no. He was live-streaming. So, this was, like, back in 2015, because I remember, because I had, like, just moved to Chicago, and he decided to rent out this big theater, and he played all of his movies, but in reverse order. So he started with the most recent, and then he ended with, like, I think, the Even Stevens movie. So, like, and then he just had a camera on him the whole time watching it. And it was so funny. And, like, he had, like, a thing online that let you know, like, when each movie was playing and everything. So, like, I remember I watched Holes with Shia LaBeouf because he was watching himself watch Holes. And I had it live streaming and then I was, like, watching Holes on a separate device. (laughs) And it was was magical. What was his reaction? Oh, he loved it. It was cute. He, like, you could tell he was, like, really nostalgic, but, like, then with ones, digging like, uh, Transformers. Uh, digging. Digging out. Uh, uh, with ones, uh. like, Transformers, he slept. <laughs> yeah, Transformers was kind of a bust. Well, Holes said, like, introducing Shia LaBeouf, so I don't know if the even Steven's movie or Holes was first. I'm not sure, but it was, like, it was one of his earliest ones, because, I mean, he'd been, he'd been acting for a while. Um... Yeah, I think Holes was his first movie, but I'm not sure because he was in Even Steven, so I'm not sure if that movie they would have counted it as quote unquote. His, I don't know how it works. We True. need a movie podcast to tell us. We do. Um, it, speaking of which, we are open to having other podcasts come on our show. Mm-hmm. Is this the? Oh yeah. Am I, am I bringing this up for the first time? I thought it had. Um, no, that should, that should not have had a question mark. Yes, we're yeah. totally open to collabs. Wink, wink. Here, let me 
redo that part and you can cut out the part where I ask a question. Um, for those of you listening and you have a podcast, we are very open to having you all come on a po- on our podcast. We will happily collaborate with you on whatever you want because we love hearing from other podcasters. Creators. <laughs> yes. And if we can boost you up and you can boost us up, probably you boost us up because... Yeah, yeah. probably. Honestly, we have very loyal um, listeners. Um but you probably have more. Yeah, we have a small but fierce following. Yes, small but mighty. Yes, and she is but little, but she is fierce. And and we are slowly growing too, so it's it's nice. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, um, now that we've beat that dead horse <laughs> with a stick, hopefully some of these breakup um, slash rejection tips or you know if you're dealing with a tough time at you know work Mm -hmm. or school or anything really like I said these come down to little things that can distract you for a period of time because that's what it comes down to it's kind of like that whole like quote-unquote fake it till you make it distract yourself until eventually you won't be distracting yourself anymore you'll just be living that time will come you will reach that threshold but until you're there just take it like you said 10 seconds at a time break it down into little bite size and i did i had my headphones on (laughs) i could hear everything i just had uh my mic off yeah i mean but seriously do it like kimmy schmidt just take it 10 seconds at a time you can do anything for 10 seconds. You can. And so if you can get through those 10 seconds, you can get through the next 10 seconds and the next 10 seconds after that. Um, but yeah, just, I mean, remember everything takes time. Any tough spot that you're in is going to take time for you to heal no matter what it is. And especially now in 2020, things are extra yeah. tough. So and it's just tough spot after tough spot. And, and I know that we make a lot of jokes on here about different things that you can do, but if you are sincerely having a hard time, don't hesitate to reach out to somebody. Um, Please. Preferably a professional, just because sometimes your friends or family might not be able to give you the right tools you need, but reach out. (laughs) I actually, um, when I sought out therapy as an adult it Mm -hmm. was after a breakup um I was also that was post-graduation I was also going through job things I had a lot of other stuff going on but the straw that broke the camel's back was a breakup Mm -hmm. there's no shame in that um that's where I learned a lot of coping skills and then I continued to seek help um like I continue to work out and eat healthy it's something Mm -hmm to maintain so I'll be the first to admit it that's what pushed me to seek help was a breakup no shame in my game um needed a little bit of bit of extra help and shout out to Dr. Stein he's great I uh I signed up for a 5k after one of my breakups so I understand and like I am fully in the camp of like normalizing going to therapy even if you don't feel like you need it um please it's always good just to have somebody to talk to even if you don't realize that you need it so normalize it um I absolutely talk to somebody and it is very very helpful um but yeah so normalize uh therapy normalize talking to a professional yep I am totally about it um 
I was a psych minor, so I will scream that from the rooftops to take care of your mental health like you take care of other aspects of your health. Um, even just going to the dentist, like, yeah, you know, Go just do dentist, it a couple times doctor. a year. <laughs> Go get your flu shot. Go get your flu shot. Um, yes. <laughs> another, uh, I'll do one, one quick little story and then we probably got to yeah. sign off. Um, one, one night or, uh, my senior year of college, I was going through a pretty rough breakup. And uh, I decided to go to the counseling office, and I decided to do a group counseling. And I got an email from my counselor, and for whatever reason, she had everybody in the group CC'd on there, and was like, "Hey guys, want to let you?" It was like a snow day. She's like, "Hey guys, want to let you know that like I'm canceling for this week, but we'll hit it up next week." And who was on that list of people in the group counseling? But my ex-boyfriend. So. <gasps> Had to, uh, had to not do that. That is hilarious. And the only reason that I made, like, a noise when you said the group counseling, because our college counseling system was, like, not known for being phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was not a noise that you were seeking help. It was a noise for that particular yeah. <laughs> uh, department or how, whatever you want to call them. Yeah, it was not good. So I just chose to do individual. But that's hilarious. Instead. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that about wraps it up, right? Yeah, I think that wraps it up. So hopefully some of these were um, fun takeaways. Let us know. Um, I would like whoever does the whiskey challenge, tell me how long it takes you to get to the point where you can um, take it without needing a chaser because I am a big baby and I can either take little tiny baby sips of whiskey or I need like a pickleback. And I don't want to hear from people who whiskey is their choice drink. I want to hear from someone who is starting from zero and I would like regular updates until they do it. And once I know that they've survived, I may take up my own challenge. Yeah. Hashtag whiskey challenge. That's an action item. (laughs) That's an action item for the listeners. Um, yeah. All right, cool. Well, uh, thank you all for listening. I uh, hope this was helpful. I hope you and... liked hearing Jess's murderer, <laughs> bugs, and spider in the background. Yes. I hope you enjoyed hearing me spill a full glass of wine and Jolie be pissed about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. <laughs> hope you enjoyed the crickets. I do. I love a and... little little ambiance, obviously. But right. yeah, that's all I have for this week. Okay. Uh, thank you all and good night. Bye.